welcome, welcome. You're listening to the Faith, Fitness, and Freedom Podcast, and I'm your host, Rebecca Haber Pentras, former overweight, atheist, corporate girl, turned fiercely fit, Jesus-loving, purpose-driven entrepreneur. And ladies, in today's episode, I'm going to talk about energy and energy leaks. And specifically, what I mean by this is, is how do you create energy throughout your day? And how do you make sure that you're not exhausting energy in ways that aren't going to really serve your higher good, right? There is the, you can think of energy as one of our buckets. And that bucket maybe starts out at the day, you're probably like, sis, I need a baseline of energy, right? My my bucket is already empty and we're going to talk about that too, but let's just assume for a moment that it's a really good day and you're starting the day with that bucket full of energy, right? And that bucket you get to draw from, right? There are intentional ways in which you draw water from that energy or from that bucket, right? And there are ways where there might be a leak in it that you aren't aware of, have not thought of, and those are the things that really cost you because it really just takes a little patchwork and you'll be able to extract more energy out of the bucket because they're more intentional energy out of the bucket because there's more to be had. Make sense? The leaks are what we get to identify um, so that we are able to make sure that we're using energy effectively and intentionally. Make sense? So with that, let me start with the understanding of kind of a higher level, and then I'm going to share with you details on a coaching call that I had with one of my clients just this last week on how to identify those leaks and and really a specific one that we talked through and some ideas for you to to use throughout your week or your month um, and start implementing right away. So the first is understanding how do you create energy. And you are, again, this in of itself is a whole nother topic, but I, I cannot stress to you enough that you are the operator of your life and business. So your physical health Your mental grit, I'm not going to say health because I'm not talking about just when I talk about mental or mind, I'm not talking about just being free of depression, right? Your ability to mentally be resilient and proactive in the thoughts that serve your highest good and the beliefs that allow you to have to create that certainty and that knowing so that you take radical, consistent actions towards your goal, build, you know, the the confidence that has you showing up in big and dynamic ways, right? And then of course, your spiritual health is not just the fact that I'm, I'm assuming you know God and you have a relationship with them. That's why you're drawn into this podcast. But it's the the depth, right? The health of our spiritual life is is how connected are you in this season, right? And what are you are you doing with that? But today, I, from a high level and as it relates to energy, I need to again express in case this is the one episode that you picked out of all of what I've created so far, that the foundation of energy is going to be dependent on the strength in which you've cultivated those three core areas, your spiritual health, your connection to God, that deep level of intimacy that you 
get to cultivate intentionally on purpose, right? You get to be that active participant. I always talk about you're created on purpose with a unique and greater purpose, but you get to play an active role. You get to play an active role in how intentional you are in your relationship with God, your mental grit, and your physical health. And it's not just about the number on the scale. It's literally the health of your body influences every other aspect of life. And that is one of the things that is so taken for granted or in terms of the level of importance it plays, right? Even top performers that have, you know, created amazing success in your life, if you are one of those, you're already living life in a level of success that you're excited about, you're on fire about. If you are not physically healthy, really optimizing your health, it means that you've got even more in you. And when you look at, uh, so anyway, that's another conversation. I'm going to stay on track, but it's just so critical. And so I, I feel drawn to talk about that every time it comes up because I don't want to ever, um, be part of the problem that does not discuss those aspects. Like, so in order for you to have the energy you want to be able to do all the things that you want and then some, it is going to be grounded and dependent on your mental grit, your physical health, and your spiritual health in your personal relationship with God. Now, having said that, you then get to protect the capacity of energy that you have. And what I mean by that is based on that ground level uh, foundation, right? You have a certain capacity of energy within it. And within that capacity of energy, right? How big is your bucket? How full is your bucket? You get to learn a couple of things to protect that energy. And we'll talk about the high level. So the first is what grounds you? So of course, even when going back to that, I don't know if you guys are visual, I'm super visual. That's why me trying to fumble through some of these analogies sometimes is helpful for me because that's one of the ways that I learn is being super visual. So if you take this idea of a bucket of water and that holds your energy, right? Of course, even when you're super dialed in, high performer, and you're um, as you go throughout the day, that bucket is going to recede. The water line is going to go down because you're pulling energy out, right? And energy is not just your physical energy is um, exerted not just by your physical activity but it is exerted by your interactions with other people. It's exerted by the thoughts that you hold it's ex or the thoughts that you focus on. It's exerted by decisions that you have to make. And so all I should say get to make, right? Always catching my words too. And so all of those op are opportunities for you to take water out of that bucket and use your energy. Your brain, from a science standpoint, literally uses calories. Calories is the definition. I know you probably think of it as it relates to food, but calorie is the energy in which you are, like it. you either get it or you give it, right? Calorie is the energy in, but you're expending, you're spending that energy as you do various functions throughout the day. And it's not just equated, it's not just when you're doing something physical. It's 
in your being. It's in your, your brain requires energy just to think. Your brain requires energy to make decisions. Your brain, like the level of thought required or focused or expended on something is going to determine the, the output of energy your brain has to use to keep up with your thought process or to make that decision. Make sense? So even in a fully optimized day, you're of course, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, your waterline is receding, right? And so at the end of the day, you are going to have less energy, less water than what you started with. So how learning what grounds you on a consistent basis is important. And it is going to be slightly different for you than your best friend or your spouse or what have you, because we are all wired slightly differently. But I will give you one really big um, uh, common denominator, and this is a practice that I teach in more detail with my clients, but that is truly creating some sort of morning routine that you get to design and you get to decide what works best for you. But that morning routine, when done well, and I have a specific process for the clients that I work with, but it's anchoring you into being grounded for that day. That morning routine refills that waterline, right? Gets you back to center, so to speak, so that you feel like you're starting with a full bucket that day. And so that is a way to proactively make sure that you are restoring that energy level, that water line, right? And then in addition to that, it's important. So in, uh, I want to really quickly before I leave that thought that in terms of what grounds you, um, that is what you're doing proactively every day, right? And then there are going to be times where you are going to exert far more energy than what is uh, available within that bucket, right? So that's when you start to feel tired. That's when you start to feel depleted mentally, emotionally, and physically, right? That's when you start maybe getting a little bit irritable or your anxiety starts kicking up or your feeling of overwhelm starts kicking in. It's really because you're... Um, you are further away from that grounding. You're further away from that sense of peace and that sense of energy, right? But we're going to stick with energy for the moment. So when you feel like you are being depleted, when you feel like that energy is just way low beyond what you have, then it's important to have to give, right? It's important to understand what helps you refuel, and refuel, it'd be something that allows you to like just pour into that bucket, right? It's not just the the daily routine of making sure that you've filled from the day before, but it's the idea of it's so like your bucket is like looking for what might be below it because you are so far low on energy, you need more than just that grounding, right? I shouldn't say just because it's super powerful practice, but you need more than that, right? And I will give you a personal example. For me, 
to kind of help with the analogy. And a common analogy is uh, introverts versus extroverts in terms of how we refuel. And this is what I mean to say is learning what works for you and how you refuel when you need a big refuel. Make sense? So for me, as I know it's crazy, but if you haven't heard me share this before, I'm actually an introvert at heart. So I got to learn how to be extroverted and be all that you see that I am today. And it's it's very real, very authentic. It truly is me. You will know that whether you know me from online or in person, like I really do love people. I love engaging. I love socializing at this point, right? And my my social anxiety has like dramatically shifted from where I was just even a couple of years ago, right? I continually work on that dynamic of who I am becoming because I can't help you and women like you if I'm like curled up in my room reading a book or listening to something or what have you, right? I got to get out <laughs> in order to help you. So, however, because I'm an introvert at heart, I, uh, and because of some other dynamics that, you know, I don't want to go too far down that rabbit hole, but I uh, also have this um, way of being where I am very uh, connected to like other people. Like I just, I really connected to other people's emotions and energies and, and all the things. And so I can feel drained after extended periods of time with other people. And there's so many different factors. And the only reason I'm sharing you these details of me is so that hopefully it relates for you and you can get a better understanding of this concept because this concept alone can be so powerful. And again, something that you can start using right away. So for me, I get to notice that it's not even the amount of time. Sometimes it's the amount of people or the exposure. For example, when I was still in, um, when I was still had the brick and mortar fitness business and I was traveling quite a bit, a couple times a year for various masterminds and coaching programs that I was invested in, I loved being in those environments and I loved being around um, my people during that time, right? My people would be my fellow like um, fitness professionals that were, you know, had brick and mortar businesses and or we had people from all different um, you know, aspects, but they were like-minded people, great conversations, um, great high-level thought thinkers, all the things, right? And as much as I loved it, it also drained so much more energy from me being that stimulated. For example, a lot of those times you're in a, you know, conference room and or lunches and interactions for, you know, six, a six hour day, whatever it is on the schedule for that day, that that experience is much different than my, what was my normal at the time, which I was still interacting with people on a regular basis through the brick and mortar, but it was fewer people. It was less thought intensive, if that makes sense, because it was more routine is really the bigger thing. And because I wasn't, you know, problem solving or creating as much or, or what have you. So those energy expenditures at that time, it was dynamically different from my normal day than it was to be around a much larger number of people in one room at one time, first and foremost, but also the things that we were focused on, the things that we were learning, the way we were interacting, 
that was a much bigger drain on my energy, so much so that I would, I realized over time, because of course, you know, 10 years of being um, in that fitness space and, and always being invested in coaching and events and all those kinds of things, I had learned this to be true about myself over time, is that I would feel best and I would refuel best by after the core of the day was done, giving myself some space, whether it be an hour or sometimes I would, what I was going to say, giving myself some space, maybe it was an hour to just be alone, not look at my phone, not look at anything, just be alone in my hotel room, prayer, journal, Um, maybe it was listening to music, maybe it was taking a nap, like it could look different, but I needed that time to be in my own kind of headspace, so to speak, without any other interruptions. And then I was able to go have the dinner. Um, I was going to say, you know, go to them, go with them to drinks or whatever, but I wasn't, I haven't really been an active drinker for, for many, many years. Um, but I would go, right? <laughs> you don't have to drink to have fun with everybody. Um, my point is, is that was one of the ways that I would refuel. So that hour would give me almost my full bucket back, right? So even though my bucket was like beyond empty by that time of the day, right? Six hours into these events, I because I could choose to be focused and intentional for even an hour, it would allow me to refuel so that I could get back up and go. And I will tell you that there, over the course of time, there were days where I realized like, nope, I like the core goal, the highest goal for me is to be able to be present tomorrow. And I feel so drained from today that I need to take the entire night, right? Or whatever that is, right? And so, but for you, for example, maybe you are extroverted. Maybe you thrive off of being around other people. And so maybe for you, it would look like, you know, being at home and, working all day at your home office, which can be very isolating, you as an extrovert might feel the need to refuel, right? That might drain a ton of your energy the same way being around a lot of people drains me. As much as you love what you do, and so you can get caught up in the busyness of of doing and getting and or just getting something done because you're that's the way we're wired, right? We get it done, right? So before you know it, it's four or six hours later, and you've not interacted with other people for the day, and so you're feeling exhausted, you're feeling tired, you're feeling depleted, and so the way you refuel might be to pick up the phone, go for a walk, pick up the phone, call a girlfriend, and be engaged. It might be making dinner plans with the like family to go out to eat, right? So that you not only are you around your family, but you're in a public space around other people because the energy helps refuel you. Make sense? So I hope that that core foundation helps. The idea of knowing and understanding what grounds you in terms of your energy uh, proactively and consistently on a daily basis, and then also how to refuel when by the nature of doing life has um, brought you to a place where you feel like depleted and you feel kind of tired and worn down and all the things which I explained in the example of the introvert and the extrovert, but that can happen in many ways, right? It, uh, it, and so I'm going to leave it at that. But 
the next thing that I want to share with you is that when it comes to high performance, it is and conserving energy it becomes about your details. And so this was the conversation that I got to have with uh, one of my coaching clients last week. I hope you guys noticed that I were, I say get to um, all the time because that is a way of, <laughs> it actually does relate, which is why I'm going to pause and make sure that you notice that. When we talk about I have to or I had or what have you, then that like just practice the the feeling, like practice noticing how you feel when you say I have to do something or I had to do something versus I got to do or I get to do, right? Just notice how that one shift in your word makes such a huge difference in how your body responds, right? Um, and so, and of course, with coaching clients, it is legit. I always get to, right? And I truly do believe that we get to do these things. You truly don't have to do anything unless you have a gun pointed to your head, right? And even then, you still have a choice. That's kind of morbid analogy, but it took me back to an example one of my coaching mentors used to use in business, like, unless you have a gun to your head, right? Anyway, um, so with this particular coaching client, she's been with me a couple of years, so she is well on her way. And she originally came to me uh, because she wanted to uh, really just kind of change her physical dynamic a little bit. She didn't have far to go, but she knew that it was influencing her level of confidence, right? In other words, it wasn't that she was not confident. She just knew that she would radiate and stand even stronger uh, if she created space to, for her, it was energy and this physical well-being that she wanted to shift. And so we've done, obviously, so much more than that and that we get to work on not only her being uh, feeling as if she's fitter physically than she has ever been, but just like I talk, you know, she's got a even deeper, closer connection with God, with it being front of mind in her daily routine. She is, since we've been working together, she was already in a very high profile, high demanding position um, when we started, in addition to being a mom and a wife and um, a heart of service for charitable works and, and all the things. Like she is one of those women, just like you, that does all the things for all the people. And was already experiencing her definition of a high level of success. But as a result of working together, she created more capacity in her life, believe it or not. <laughs> and so then she chose to take on a master's program, an accelerated master's program. And by the time she got to the accelerated master's program, I remember her saying, Rebecca, because of all the work we've done together, I felt like week one with the professor and laying out our plan and laying out our goals and what we wanted to accomplish. Like we had already done so much of this work together that I was well prepared for this master's program um, in being able to lay this out. How awesome is that? And so I'm explaining all this to help you understand that she was our, she had already done the work. She continues to do the work because we believe in working towards continuous evolvement to our version of excellence, right? And we believe in having advocates in our life that will hold space for that, right? And as a result of that master's program, she then also, and a combination of other things, um, she 
ended up shifting from the one position she was in to really a position that was more aligned with all of who she is and all of what she would want to continually become. And so in this position, she, in this new position that was cultivated and, uh, she ended up in rooms where she was feeling as if would have moments of thoughts thinking, oh my gosh, how, and this is like, I just have to share, this is a incredibly accomplished woman and yet she still gets to put herself in spaces and be invited into rooms where she feels like, wow, I can't, like, why am I here? Like, it's that moment of, am I, why am I here, right? Am I really this good? And of course, because we've been working together, she was able to catch those thoughts and she would tell you that she was able to catch those thoughts and remember like, yes, actually I am meant to be here. I am this good. I am here. And what I don't know, I'm figuring out and they trust me to do this. Right. And so she's in a space where in the beginning, like it's, she's learning a lot of new things, right. And she's being expanded and stretched in all the good ways. And also it's an opportunity to look at how does she manage her energy at this new level? And so whereas we had throughout time put in structures and routines in place that allowed her to fuel her body in ways that work for her, right? In ways that her body responds best, right? So that she not only feels good about her physical body, but she has the ability to think clearly, no more brain fog, right? She has the ability to execute on her decisions, right? She has the, which she's always been a decision maker, but my point is that everything is upgraded, right? And mind, body, and spirit, right? And it shows up in her day-to-day performance. Having said that, it also is this opportunity to dig even deeper into the details because now she's in this position where she's learning and expanding and stretching once again while still <laughs> being involved in her charitable works, while still being the mom, the wife, and wanting to, of course, be available and present in each of her moments. And so when it comes to energy, we were talking about she does the, she's very aware and I'm super proud of her because the old version of her would have reverted back to the striving mode of doing all the things for all the people and ignoring her own well-being. But she has not done that. She has stayed consistent with what grounds her, the routine that she has developed that works for her to be grounded. She knows and recognizes when she needs to have more space to refuel. She knows and recognizes when she needs to prioritize the sleep over the normal you know, morning routine, which sometimes is required, right? And, and make adjustments accordingly. So she already has all of that locked in. And now it's a matter of, okay, 
it's a different type of energy drain. Ladies, I hope that you enjoyed that recording so and the training that I did within in our the, uh, private Facebook group. Which is a good thing, right? When you're Christian really leaders, good at what you I do, been, uh, more is given to you, right? Prompted to and she wants name, to be doing on these, be valid these in the show things and she wants to be learning and wants to be our, taking on these projects. Group or, uh, so for her, knowing that the foundation is there, knowing that the routine is still there, it is getting curious about where we can further adjust. The same. So for and her, so it looks like that taking the level of planning us there and that if this she is podcast already was doing helpful, I would love and to hear you bringing it to an even more detailed episode, level. So uh, for example, me, for her own well-being, that level of detail looks like planning out her food a week in advance. And for her, she's at a point where she doesn't get more of food. She doesn't see food the way she used to be. See it. Like and she likes to it. keep it simple one last because thing that of would this, be a huge this help is this if point. you leave a review one of on your energy drains one of the things that can be a leak in your bucket that it is, is worth the decisions to, and they will put it that in front of you more could women. otherwise appreciate your help and your partnership and getting the message out decide, so that we can right? equip and empower so the women decisions the because every time you make a decision your body exerts energy your brain exerts energy purpose there are decisions that bye are for now. Love you. Bye. For like more higher level, right? And then there are these lower level decisions that you really don't need to be making every day if you would choose to plan ahead. So for example, planning, I'm going to bring this back to you. And so for you, that might be looking like planning your workouts, right? My client is, already does that, right? Because we've been working together for so long. But instead of deciding every day whether or not you're going to work out, when you're going to work out, what type of workout you're going to do, those are all energy leaks versus just taking some time over the weekend and saying, okay, I'm going to work out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. This is like perhaps you need to be at a place, maybe you need to go to some place in person to make sure that you go or to like give yourself some energy, give yourself a time around other people, or maybe you drive harder around being other people, right? But the point is, is that, or maybe you like being at home and, you know, working out in your garage gym. Maybe you like doing a videotape, whatever it is, decide that ahead of time. You can always change it, but one week at a time, you decide and you don't re-decide, right? You don't decide on the weekend that you're going to do Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and then allow yourself to contemplate whether you're actually going to fall through from yourself, which would look like Monday comes along, you're supposed to do a 5.30 workout, and you're like, but I'm really tired from the day, and but I don't know, I don't really feel like it, but so-and-so needs me, but all of that, are energy leaks versus you, and not to mention that also depletes from your level of confidence, right? Not again going from 100% confident to 0% confident, but even 98% confidence versus 100% confidence. That 2% variable will keep you from truly experiencing the next best version of yourself or following through for yourself, all of the things, right? You want to consistently work at keeping radical confidence, right? But every time you make that decision, it's an energy leak, right? Every time you um, 
decide or you're having to think about food or contemplate food, it's an energy leak, right? So at the beginning of the week, you decide what you're going to map out. And that might look like I'm going to eat out on XYZ day, or I'm going to, um, you know, for my client, there there are some on-the-go resources because they're, that she uses as backup, but it's the decision has already been made. So if she plans to have XYZ for the lunch, but she gets called into back-to-back meetings, she has a backup plan for what she can get in her system in the midst of a movie, in the midst of a movie, in the midst of a meeting so that she continues to have energy, right? But the decision for the plan, and with her, she needs a backup plan, right? Just in case, those have already been made and planned and plotted. And you might be thinking, wow, that seems like a lot of work. That seems like a lot of structure. I'm going to tell you that there is freedom and structure because of exactly what I'm explaining today. There is freedom in the structure because although that might take a little extra time for her on the weekend, the freedom shows up in her not needing to deal with the decision about her workouts, the decision about her food or and or going without, right? And what that then causes her in terms of the energy leak and, you know, in terms of food, the physical energy release, right? And so when you make those decisions ahead of time, batch decide as the lower level decisions, when you're going to, what you, you know, lower level decisions would be what you're going to eat, <laughs> like whether or not you're going to work out, right? So that you can have the energy and mental capacity to be more present, whether it be executing the decisions for work or for your business or being more present when you're with your kids or your spouse. Energy leak can also be, so the one is decisions, right? Minimize the amount of decisions that you need to make throughout the week. How many decisions can you make on a Saturday or Sunday in advance to prep for the week? And then once those decisions are made, you don't redecide, you don't negotiate with yourself, you don't talk yourself out of it, you don't let somebody else talk you out of it when it comes to like your personal space or your routine or what you've decided is going to be best for you. You stick to your original decision. Indecisiveness is a massive and or second guessing yourself. Those are all massive energy leaks, not to mention it causes a ripple effect in your ability to fully experience all that God wants and has for you. The second is a, a second energy leak is being overly, I wouldn't even say overly, but allowing someone else's choice to do or not do something impact your way of being or impact your emotion. It's that opportunity that if you catch yourself being frustrated about what somebody else did or did not do, you get to remind yourself, like, wow, that's so not worth my energy, right? That's their choice, especially if that person, like, that's just their kind of normal way of being. A lot of times we do this in our relationships with our spouses, right? We get so frustrated because they didn't do X, Y, Z, or they did do X, Y, and Z. In reality is it's like, that's who they are, right? That's part of their nature. That's part of the, like, their way of being. And yes, like, of course, have conversations on the bigger things and all those things. But it goes back to don't sweat the small stuff and remind your brain not to sweat the small stuff. 
Because in the bigger picture, does it really matter? And in the bigger picture, the energy that you are spending on being frustrated or irritated, even if it's for that 10 minutes, you never get that time back. And that energy is an energy leak that serves you no purpose, right? All the things that don't serve you are the leaks that take away from your ability to intentionally pull out of that energy bucket, right? So decisions that are like lower level decisions, energy leak. Redeciding or negotiating with yourself whether or not you're actually going to follow through on yourself when you've decided you're going to do something or second guessing yourself or doubting yourself. Those are all energy leaks, right? Getting frustrated over somebody else's response, another energy leak, right? And again, and now I'm going to share like the, these didn't all uh, apply to my client on that particular conversation, but other things that are energy leaks, other examples would be comparison, right? Comparison is an energy leak. It There is when it's a negative comparison. When you're comparing when you to the point of your, it brings up a negative emotion for you, that is an energy leak. It's not doing you any good to sit with it, right? You need to patch that leak up. Make sense? So that is the foundation of being able to, one, understand the importance of the energy that you hold. The foundation is that mental grit, spiritual health, and physical well-being, right? And then from there, it's how do you ground, what helps you ground, kind of proactively, consistently refill, right, on a daily basis, also being able to identify what allows you to create those bigger uh, refuels, right? We talked about that whether it's time away or time around people, it's really dependent on you. Or maybe it's, you know, taking a break from social media, right? Doing a social media detox for half a day. I promise the world will still be there when you get back to it, right? What are the big, proactively identify, like now, after you listen to this episode, whether it be in your phone notes or what have you, really take the time to think about this, right? What will ground you, help you refuel on a daily basis? And if you feel like you don't have a lot of time, like you could start with a five-minute routine or ritual that just kind of causes you to refuel and regroup, focus for each day ahead, Right. What refuels you when you need the bigger fuel sources, right? The bigger feelings of regrouping. And then what details are you currently experiencing that you could, in terms of energy leaks, that you could patch up, right? By either making batch decisions or choosing, telling yourself this week, I'm going to work on not negotiating with myself after I've already made a decision. This week, I'm going to work on not second-guessing myself after I've already made a decision. This week, I'm going to work on not taking offense by someone else's opinion or what they did or didn't do. This week, I'm going to work on not getting frustrated when my husband does X, Y, and Z because he always does X, Y, and Z. And he'll probably always do X, Y, and Z. And it's really not that big of a deal in the big picture. So I'm not going to make it bigger than it is in my head. I'm not going to allow that energy to leak out the bottom of my bucket. Make sense? All right. I hope that that was a powerful episode for you. If it was, please, please share this with a woman that you think will be helped by it. 
leave a review on iTunes or Spotify or Amazon or Google, wherever it is that you listen to it, because when you take the time to leave a review, it helps the algorithms of what is today's social media and podcasting. Um, let's that algorithm know that this is listen, this is worthy to be listened to, and it'll put it in front of more women just like you that might be helped by it. So also, I would love to connect with you. I want to invite you to join us within our private Facebook community. If you've been a listener for a while, I am going to change that um, community name back to the faith or faith, fitness and freedom community group so that it aligns with this podcast. But the heart of it is to collaborate, to equip, to empower, and I teach within that group on a weekly basis as well. So with all of that... I love you guys. Thanks so much for allowing me to be a voice in your ear. I appreciate you and bye for now.